Welcome back to Gotta Be Done, the Blue Podcast. Mary Bowling, it is so great to be talking with you once again. I have missed this. Uh, (laughs) Kate, lovely to hear your voice. And I am just so excited to get so much out of my system. The last couple weeks of uh, pre bluey next drop have just been it's bubbling out of me Kate (laughs) you are you feeling that I am feeling the excitement and I'm also wanting to hold your hand and jump up and down like a crazy person going oh my god oh my god oh my god because so many cool things have happened for um got to be done the blue podcast since we last recorded namely you were on Australian national television and trended on Twitter Tell us. Well, that was down to you, Kate. (laughs) Well, I feel like a lot of people are across this by now and possibly even some new audience are on board. Thanks to that. Um, I had the time of my life going on a hard quiz on ABC TV, uh, with the very special topic. Um, anyone guess? Um, You are, I think we can safely say Australia's uh, formidable number one bluey (laughs) expert. I think that should be your new title rather than just Dr. Lady. (laughs) I I did miss a couple of questions, I must admit, and that was because you weren't there next to me, Kate. Between us, (laughs) I think formidable doesn't even begin to cover it but yes I did come away with the big brass mug I think you can probably um now that I've spoiled it you can probably watch it on iview if you haven't caught it already sorry guys Spoiler alert, she won we've uh, never been known for our not spoiling things Mary communications advisor expert subject bluey I suppose for our international audience, should we explain to them what a hard quiz is? Yeah, so it's a fun um, show hosted by a comedian whose kind of shtick is being very mean and very hard on um, the guests who each pick a special topic and then get questions on their special topic as well as some general knowledge um, and you can steal each other's questions. So while I was up there sort of uh, strutting my stuff with Bluey, the other topics were Cleopatra, uh, a cricketer who I can't even remember who it was. It was Alan Border, Mary. The- Alan Border, come yes, on. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, and the card game uh, Bridge. So it, it wasn't the most Bluey-friendly uh, group of topics, but yeah. Um, I was and impressed actually- that you stole a cricketing question and, you know, Tim McMahon, my other half, uh, was very pleased that maybe some very slight cricket knowledge has rubbed off over the years of friendship. (laughs) There's definitely been some crossing of knowledge there, I think, somewhere, (laughs) because that's the only explanation I can think of for why I knew that. But um, uh, one one piece of uh, trivia that didn't get to air, but I did find out, um, being on Hard Quiz, the host is... Tom Gleeson, who is a very funny Australian comedian who has young kids and um, lives in Victoria uh, like we do. I, um, Poor bugger. He mentioned his kids love Bluey and mm. afterwards I kind of bailed him up and said, oh, that's, you know, good to know about your kids. Do you have a favourite episode? And he just looked at me like... <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, uh, so when my kids are watching TV is when I get stuff done. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> you do not know what you're missing out on. So 
Yeah, like your lost Tom Gleason. Uh. What a jerk. Um, I was very <laughs> impressed though that he did wear a tie that was bluey colored. It was like the dark blue Ooh. with the, the little stripe of lighter blue on it. So coincidence? I think not. I think you were clearly the, was- the favorite they wanted to win. <laughs> you actually went a little bit viral on Facebook too. That was kind of cool to see. Well, I was all decked out in my, uh, I would say famous now, bluey earrings and got to show <laughs> off my bingo tattoo as well. So, um, I was definitely repping pretty hard. Um, and yeah, if you want to, if you want how it went down, Kate did live tweet the whole thing, uh, with bluey, um, what are those things called? GIFs? Oh, GIFs? yes. Yeah, GIFs. <laughs> Some people call them GIFs. I don't understand that. Isn't GIF a type of cleaner for your bathroom? Like, <laughs> okay, GIFs. Yeah. Great. So, yeah. yeah. With um, GIFs. They are a gift to you. Yes. They are. I don't know how I communicated before I had bluey GIFs to do it with. So, thank you, Team Ludo, for making those available. Fix, fix, fix. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, and then probably only a week later, uh, ABC just slipped it on out there that new Bluey episodes were coming October 26th, oh, which, oh, the a- most excitement we have had in months, literally. I mean, Melbourne has been grim with lockdown, um, stage two. So. Oh, sorry, stage four, I should say. Gosh, yeah, four. It's it's the second wave here, but, you know, we're in very hard lockdown. And, um, yeah, the kids have been climbing the walls. You can only leave your house for, like, two hours a day. So, yeah, Yeah. I'm Um, very pumped, Mary. I think pumped is understatement. Well, just the preview promised so much. Um, And I think we probably should get into that as well because – um, everyone's probably seen the preview quite a few times now, or um, <laughs> if you're anything like my house, house you're just playing it on repeat. Yes. Okay, ready? ready, ready. But yeah, what jumped out um, at you from the preview? Well, there were there were a few things that I'm very excited about, Mary, and probably the first one is the appearance of the very beloved um, Australian Women's Weekly Birthday Cake Book. Um, I know wow. it's not named specifically. But uh, there's a fabulous nostalgic cake book that's been beloved by generations of Australians. Um, most households in the 80s would have had one and it was oh, the highlight of every birthday to flick through and pick um, a cake from this particular book. We've seen in this preview Bandit making one of the cakes from the book, the duck cake. Um, and it was revolutionary at the time because it had crisps for the bill of the duck rather than yeah. something sweet. Two potato chips sticking yeah. out. Just being curvy out like the, yeah, the beak <laughs> is there. And apparently when they did it, they were like, can we do this? And they said, yes, we can. And I'm really looking forward to this episode already, Mary, because um, there was a fantastic uh, clip about that cake book that went viral a few years back and and it showed some of the the high drama behind like constructing these cakes and if that is any indication, I am sure that Bandit will be giving it his absolute everything to make a cake. And number two would be the appearance of Uncle Rad. Now, we 
don't really know much more except Daley Pearson tweeted about Uncle Rad, and we have seen a mystery dog in one of the previews, but is that granddad? I don't know. What's your theory? Ooh, okay. So a few things. Um, very keen to f- discover who Uncle Rad is because, of course, the mystery dog from the last drop was the one in the healer's uh, photo um, at yeah, Nana's, at Nana's house. house. Yeah, listeners even um, thought that he might be a sort of footloose and fancy free kind of hippie brother um, from the Healer Clan. But because he had the long okay, hair, so, right? Like he looked a bit yes. more arty, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess a bit more yeah, free and easy dog. to quote the magic so, core. Yeah, I think. I think he will show up, but I don't think we've seen him in the preview yet. Uh, we have seen a couple blokes in the preview, and one I think is definitely Chili's dad, Granddad, who seems to get around in kind of a fisherman's cap. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and I think there is even an episode called Granddad. Uh, but we do see another couple of mystery dogs in that preview, and I think, and they're in Bluey and Bingo's room, um, and all sorts of hijinks seems to be ensuing. Um, having a look at the episode names that are coming up, there is an episode called Double Babysitter, and Ooh. I reckon they might be the, uh, the double babysitting strike team. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes down because, uh, yeah, I'm very interested in babysitters in my life. Um, yeah. If and we ever get to leave the house again. We were very spoiled in that the ABC did share some of the episode names with us, which was very exciting. And one of them was Baby Race. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bum shuffle. Yes. Baby Race. Um, which I had seen a, a flagged episode called Baby Bluey, but mm. um, that isn't in the final list of episodes. So I think we do see in the preview uh, a very cute little uh, blue healer being encouraged by, I would say, a fresh-faced bandit and chili. Um, they don't seem to have gone grey yet. <laughs> so um, putting that sort of timeline together, it does look like Bluey in a nappy. Um, oh, I'm so excited about baby Bluey. That'll be fantastic. Oh. Yeah, but who is she racing? That will be kind of the next test, I guess, of, yeah, where that plot goes. I'm really excited about that one. <laughs> and, you know, I, I guess there's so much competition around um, parenting in general. I'm imagining, like, you know, those illegal chicken fights, except with babies, like, scooching <laughs> yeah. across, like. <laughs> I'm seeing Chili and Aunt Trix get on it again and, yeah, yeah. some illegal gambling going on. This is yeah. going to be great. <laughs> and in a basement somewhere with parents lining their kids up. Check out my big bomb. <laughs> um, we definitely see some amazing hijinks in the preview as well. Um, we're seeing Muffin. We're seeing A bingo. lot of Muffin, yeah. Muffin seems to pop up uh, as a sort of very central player in a lot of episodes. And um, um, Bandit's bandits looking pained again. So I think there may be a few uh, cheese and crackers incidents. Well, we see one uh, in that um, aforementioned uh, cake making episode, and the the line I reckon I'm I'm prepared to call it right now. The line of the season might be when uh, the cake uh, hits the deck, and Bandit's assessment is oh, duck cake. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I've been I've been letting a few duck cakes uh, loose lately, and yeah, it's it's very cathartic. I've got to say, as a expletive. <laughs> Am I special, Muffy? You're the most special kid in the whole world. We are speculating a lot on just you know this this couple minutes of preview footage because mm. not much is really known about um, this new drop of episodes. Um, when it was announced, I think the release was pretty pretty stock standard. The same day they said the um, ABC had signed the deal with Ludo to do season three. So remembering that this these episodes that are coming will just be the second half of season two. two. Um, but, yeah, still not much else known um, apart from what's in the trailer. One thing I'm really hoping was a bit of a tip-off from Daley Pearson, who's one of the co-founders of Ludo, was when he posted the preview on his Instagram, he tagged a lot of um, high-profile people, you might say, mm. and I wondered what that was trying to tell us because the names in there were a pretty diverse bunch. Um, Anthony Wiggle and Zoe Foster Blake, who we know appeared in the first half of season two as Rusty's dad and um, Jack's oh, mum, among other Hammer roles. Yes. Yeah, 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 very, very important role. So um, if they were to be returning in this drop, uh, hopefully that means we're going to be seeing more of Rusty and uh, possibly Jack, possibly mm. Hammer Barn. I'd happily mm. take both. Um, but okay, the rest of the list is, is pretty dynamite. So also tagged Malcolm Turnbull, former prime minister, yep. Julia Gillard, former prime minister. Oh, love um, her. she did a Zoom reading of one of the Bluey books for, uh, I'm not sure what it was for recently, but, um, kind yeah, of she a. She read the beach, didn't she? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, oh yeah, which I don't know we ever got around to mentioning in our last season was um the 2019 book of the year in australia um so yeah literary standards probably (laughs) anyway that's like that's a whole other thing uh well it did sell a million copies in two months so you know well i think it and the other bluey releases last year so (laughs) it's some it's some serious heft going on um rest of the list patrick brammel who is a fantastic actor who was in the letdown as Mm. a drug dealer love him love him Um, claudia o'doherty who's a comedian um uh, musician and comedian Okay, get ready for star power. Chris Hemsworth. Of course. uh, So we already know that Daley Pearson has done a web series with Chris Hemsworth. Um, Have I got the right Hemsworth there? Yeah, yeah, Uh, you do. It's like Thor. Yeah, yeah, the Thor one. And it's like Thor at home basically, isn't it? Like, yeah, just in funny situations where, you know, you've got a, a, a super god just lying around on the couch sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, very entertaining. Um, okay, so I may be confused about Hemsworth. Definitely not confused about this one. I know who Russell Crowe is and he was there. So, ah, <laughs> uh, look, I granddad needs a voice, I guess. Um, do you think it's a we, wish list or do you think it's <laughs> like people that they've genuinely targeted? Because... Look, hard to say, you know, it might just be people that he knows love Bluey and he wants to share it, but mm. uh, I feel like surely it's a it's a bit more official than that. You know, I'm always looking for secret messages from Ludo, so mm. I'm prepared to take this as one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, I think the thing is, right, if you were an Australian celebrity and you haven't really been able to do much these last few months, you're probably at home. And, um, 
you know, Chris Hemsworth in particular has very young children. I think they're um, about the same age as, um, like, the, his twins are probably, what, five maybe? So they're, mm. they're like, peak bluey watching age. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally reckon that they would be down for lending a voice. Yeah, why not? Why and, not? Um, if you're not doing that much anyway, I suppose it's <laughs> something to do, isn't it, in lockdown? Absolutely chock-a-block. Even if Russell Crowe was shooting Gladiator 2, you'd drop everything, right? Like, it's why would you want to be on board? It's Australian TV show. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? Like, yeah, get on board. <laughs> yeah. So um, we also do know that uh, Russell Crowe has tweeted about how much he loves Bluey um, probably 12 months ago, and mm. he has a blue healer. So ah. I think the stars are aligning there. The star has aligned, I'm sure of it. Like As soon as <laughs> yeah, she I said he tweeted about it, I was like, oh, it's done. Like Because yeah. <laughs> Daily is all over Twitter. He would have had an invitation to record a voice. It w- that would have made a character oh. up. How exciting. Can't wait to see who they roll out. And how's your dad going? Oh, he's just over here. Actually, we're going to see him next week. Again, coming, come here, come here. You. Uh, Mary. I'm very disappointed they never called us, though. <laughs> Can I just say? <laughs> Actually, um, I was listening to another podcast that uh, got very deep into Bluey recently because. Um, Telstra has a new podcast hosted by Mark Fennell, who is basically the Australia's king of hosting podcasts. Mm. Um, he has a million of them. And he interviewed Joe Brum and in the interview asked if there was any chance of a guest spot on Bluey and then proceeded to audition for a spot that Joe was saying, oh, well, we actually do have this character coming up. What? And, yeah, I know, right? So, um <laughs> Look, you know, no, no, not throwing shade on Mark, but I don't think he got the role based on what I was hearing. Um, but look, yeah, obviously Joe is open to thinking about podcast hosts as, uh, voice talents. So we're interested though. We're very interested. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. You can't just audition after one episode. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Australia's premier bluey fan in the show. Anyway, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And if anyone wants to listen to that podcast, it's called Hey, Guess What? Um, which, yeah, it launched just last month in September. And, uh, yeah, I haven't listened to other episodes, but the Joe Brum deep dive is awesome. He's, uh, really sort of goes into all those decisions he made that kind of led to Bluey becoming a thing. And yeah, it was really inspiring. I will be downloading that ASAP after I finish. Hold on to your hat. Wind of change. I'm going to send you a Ooh. link. It's awesome. It's about what is it? the Scorpion song Wind of Change and how <laughs> it may or may not have been written by the CIA to help end the Cold War in Europe. Uh, wow. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the Cold War ended, so obviously it worked. Yeah, well, look, you know, <laughs> I, need, I need space in my podcasting schedule for a bit of bluey magic, I think. Obviously we've been out of the game far too long, so I'm listening oh, wow. to all sorts of stuff now. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned uh, binge-worthy things because mm. um, I've been thinking about inspiration a lot because mm. uh, another Joe Brum interview from a few months ago um, 
which he did with Melbourne's ACME, the Australian Centre for the oh, Moving yes. Image, mentioned, um, or Joe mentioned that when he was first creating Bluey, he was watching a lot of Community and Gavin and Stacey. Oh, I love Gavin um, and Stacey. Have you, have, you've watched, never, you're watching never Community. Watched, uh, on the strength of that, I, Community had been on my watch list for ages. So yeah. uh, we are deep into Community obsession now. And there's just so much there. Like it's just the funnest uh, twenty-minute comedy um, hijinks based at a community college. Um, a lot like Bluey is very um, sort of pop culture referential. Mm. Probably, well, a lot more than Bluey, actually. But it did make me wonder. Um, in uh, one episode called "Remedial Chaos Theory" for the community fans out there. Um, a, a moment does pop up that I did wonder, ooh, I wonder how closely Joe Brum was watching this one because a couple of the characters, uh, Troy and Arbed, move into a new apartment and um, have a fully working uh, boulder scene from Indiana Jones in their apartment. And I'm like, wow. oh, Raiders. So, um, <laughs> like, I'm sure... I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. How do they um, make this work in their apartment? Anyway, I'm going to watch it. I will watch it. Yeah. Don't it's, explain it's it. small scale. It's not as good as uh, <laughs> Bluey's um, Indiana Jones Raiders tribute, that is for sure, but um, it's pretty cool still. So, yeah, that was a very cute crossover, but made me wonder what Joe and the rest of the Ludo team been watching and been getting inspired by mm. for this uh, current drop. And yeah, I'm really excited to find out. I I but- can actually, now that you mentioned Gavin and Stacey, like there's so much heart behind that writing on that show. I don't know if you've seen it, man, but. Not yet, but it's on the list. Yeah. It, it's. <laughs> I'm, I think I particularly loved it because we lived in, England for quite a long time and um, we lived in the southwest of England for a little while and um, it just captured so much of that little day-to-day interaction and the warmth as well and um, I think that tone really translates into Bluey, um, you know, having that real heart front and centre um, and being okay about it not needing to be cool about it so <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense to me is community a bit the same or um is it oh, a bit yeah cooler? there is no there's so much heart and so much kind of geekery um it's very it's almost breakfast club it's like the oh. cool kids and the outcasts um all kind of shoved together uh but yeah it, there's a lot going on and it's really gorgeous oh okay it's on it's on my list um <laughs> excellent what else is happening Could uh, get done before the new bluey drops yeah. so you've got time to watch it <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly oh go on give us a double chocolate and a cup extra large Hooray! i've got a problem i reckon there's probably one more like this is meant to be a quick preview uh i reckon you know there's so much to talk about but uh, i reckon if we could wrap it up with one more um kind of feature that i'm looking forward to i know you are just hanging out for in the new episodes and that is music yes yeah <laughs> yes yeah that is that is all we have to say about that music no, no um because <laughs> we know well we've been hearing so much about um what Joff Bush the composer has been up to um over the last few months because not only has he been scoring an episode a week of Bluey which I have apparently to say is insane like that oh, is just, unbelievable yeah 
Yeah, there's so much there. At the start of every week, he meets with Joe Brum and they sit down and work out like, you know, the the mood of the episode and where they want it to go musically and all that kind of thing. So, Mm. yeah, there's just, um, yeah, it's like knowing that it's just going to put so much more meaning and just amazement into the music once we do get to hear it. Uh, But also, um, Joff has... Yeah, like you said, been creating the album, which is going to be out before Christmas. Do we know that um, for sure? Because I wasn't sure if we had a official nod uh, on the release think, yet. Uh, I've definitely seen that on social media. Uh, Joff's been saying that, that, yeah, it, it's a this year thing. and Excellent. You know, uh, surely the ultimate stocking filler uh if anyone buys CDs anymore, I was going to say, I'll do you even have putting... a CD player? I don't own a CD player anymore. Like, yeah. I do because I still have my, uh, like, you know, lifelong CD collection, which oh, has darling. been culled many times, but now it's just down to one kind of piratish treasure chest worth of CDs. And, but this is how much I don't care about it anymore. I just let the boys like put CDs on and play them on our like very, cheap kind of tradey cd player um <laughs> and yeah i'm like well if they wreck it you know it's on spotify it's fine so um it's a fun way to listen to music but yeah a lot of our cds are now weirdly jumping i can't, can't understand why that is happening why what what does the two-year-old done really i mean it doesn't make any sense to me that that would have no, happened it's so strange <laughs> one more thing joff has been up to which i only just realized and it just blows my mind he has also done all the music for the bluey stage show bluey's big play oh wow which um, I've noticed in the promotional material for that, he's referred to as Brisbane's Beethoven, which, look, I don't know a lot about Beethoven, Kate, but I don't know, that that seems to be underselling it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Beethoven was deaf and Joff is not and, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of things that I'm sort of like, really? Do you really want the capacity? Yeah. In terms of musical greatness, though, you would have to argue yeah. that, you know, like, we're loving Joff right now. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I assume they mean that Beethoven. They're not saying Brisbane's lovable St. Bernard. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows? It's, it's definitely catchy. It is. It is definitely. We'll get back to you on that. I don't know if that's yeah, a compliment cool. really. I mean, Beethoven obviously is amazing, you know, but yeah, I yeah. don't think he was turning out an episode a week really. I mean, you know, he had a lot more yeah. time on his hands. While we're on this awesome topic of music, we should take it from Brisbane's Beethoven to Melbourne's um, Mozart. Was Mozart a young, um, a young prodigy? Achiever? Yeah, 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 prodigy. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Well, that's fair then. I'm, I'm prepared to make that call. Because <laughs> uh, since last season, Gotta Be Done has been really lucky to have some amazing additional music. Yes. Um. Created by Ari Danaher Flavel. Um, amazing Ari has just done such great work, um, creating the music for our episodes. Yeah. So when you hear the little tinkling in between, um, segments or, uh, the new intro theme that sounds way more professional than. Oh, it's rock and roll. Like it's a banger. <laughs> yeah. He is responsible and yeah, just 
stupidly talented for uh, a 15 year old. Um, and yeah, yeah, uh, he has some great live music featured on his um, Instagram page, a lot of original tracks. He wrote one about a dead plant, which to be Ooh. honest made me feel seen. <laughs> so it's about how <laughs> he killed this plant and then he was, you know, having an existential crisis. Like if I kill a plant, how can I ever be like a good parent one day? And I was just like, oh, my God, this is my exact dilemma oh, for our children. Oh, so funny. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to wrap this episode by going to a chat, Kate, that you had with Ari um, quite a few months ago. Oh, but yeah, yeah still, yeah, I feel like it's time, uh, got to be done, got to uh, hear from Ari and, yeah, hear a bit more about him as well. Hi, everyone, Kate here. I'm with uh, musician Ari Danaher-Flavel from Melbourne. And uh, if you've noticed that we've got a groovy, funky new sound to our <laughs> Season 2 podcast, it is because of Ari. Ari, welcome to Gotta Be Done. Hello. <laughs> now, you've yeah, been listening I'm really to excited. the podcast? Yes, I have. I've been listening to it throughout four months now and it's completely changed my view on Bluey like because as a teenager I have a little brother and he watches Bluey all the time and he's really into it so I was like oh what's this kid's show and then now I'm extremely into it as well so yeah I guess it's it's cool to listen to another perspective on Bluey so yeah <laughs> really enjoying Bluey Pod. Uh, awesome. Tell us about your music. So I... I play guitar and drums and do a little bit of busking and I play gigs around Melbourne and uh, sometimes if you you can catch me playing Eltham Market or even if you're in the city of Melbourne you can see me busking around and yeah it's I really enjoy doing it so yeah. Well, um, what do you think about the music in Bluey in general? I think it's amazingly like composed like all of it's really well thought out and I think that when I think when a composer realizes how they're going to score an episode, it's just like the most amazing thing. I think that music can change uh, any any episode um, of Bluey. It's even like any episode of movie slash TV. So it's like in uh, in Bike, the uh, Ode to Joy is is yeah, completely like you're like oh I know that song. Oh, the button is unpressing. And they use famous clips, and I think music in Bluey is just—it's awesome. It's awesome. It's yeah. really good. And they use um, a lot of classical music, but you're more of a rock and roll kind of guy. Yeah, I am a rock and roll kind of guy. Um, <laughs> which is I—I I think that being a rock and roll kind of guy and listening to the classical take on Bluey is kind of—it's really like it broadens your music taste, I think, a bit because then you have um, you know more ideas of how oh, like I can see how they kind of thought, oh, that's a cool bluey bit, and then they scored it based on, like, Ode to Joy or any other thing. So, like, classical music I think really works well with a kid's show because I think it educates people. I have to go. I'm a big girl now. Remember, I'll always be here for you, even if you can't see me, because I love you. All of the people that have on our podcast, we ask a couple of questions to. Yeah. Just wanted to go through rapid fire. All right. Uh, what is your favourite episode? Favourite episode is Takeaway. Oh, why do you like it so much? I love it because it, <laughs> I think um, it it shows the the chaos of being a parent and especially as a 
teenager, I babysit my brother a bit, yeah. and it's always like, oh, Ari, I want this, Ari, I want that, Ari, I want that, and then you're over here, and then you're doing this, and that's why I love takeaway, because it's so... It's it's set in one area and it seems so innocent, but then it turns into this huge like uh, bushway and you know yeah. all that stuff. But yeah, it's yeah, it's a great episode. Dad. Yes, mate. If grown-ups grow from babies and only grown-ups have babies, who had the first baby? Okay, forget the spring rolls. Let's just get out of here. Wow. Um, who's your favourite character? Ooh, probably, probably Bandit. I think Bandit's just like the classic Australian dad, just looking to get kind of <laughs> a bit of a break, but also have a good time with his kids. And um, yeah, Bandit. And like, God, I love Dave McCormack. I love Custard. So it's so cool to hear like, oh my God, Dave McCormack, because he's such a famous like Australian person. And him coming back and doing a, TV, a kids' TV show is really cool. So yeah, yeah probably Bandit. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite quote from Bluey? Oh, God. Um, there's so many, and, like, we, we always repeat them, but I think maybe maybe it's... it's most of them are probably between, like, uh, Bandit and Chili. Like, I, I really like the one, um, uh, well, you're distinctly wrong. Or, like, the ones where, like, they're putting out the washing. Yeah. And then um, I just, like, ah, so relaxing from uh, Barbecue is really good as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, all, all those little things that just kind of make the episode... Um, yeah, little things. Um, what was your favourite kids show when you were younger? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I had quite a few, but I think, uh, if you know the Koala Brothers, it was about, it was, a, it was an outback Australian show about two koala brothers, and they would fly this plane around and the help and adventures. But other than that, oh, I liked, yeah yeah, 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 other than that, I liked, like, Bob the Builder, all the classics, like the Wiggles and stuff like that. <laughs> But I, yeah, I wish I had blue when I was a kid because I, I would have loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool as a teenager, yeah. And what's your favourite for real life moment? Oh, <sighs> yeah, a lot of a lot of bushwees. I think uh, playing into playing into real, real life, and I think we do we do a lot of. I think Bluey's inspired uh, a lot of pool games when we go to the pool, oh, yeah. like doing all the the sinkies and stuff like that. And um, I think a lot of the little things that they do in that episode is really cool. And um, on the beach as well, beach episodes, like we'll, we'll sometimes do like the run from the crabs and we'll go under the uh, the rocks and pretend that Pitchy, we're blue. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, those little games that they play, it's just pretty cool. And in real life, they're good. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this before season two comes out, so we'll, full caveat, it may have already happened, but yeah. what's the things that you're hoping to see in season oh, two? I, I was just saying before, I'm hoping to see like bandit playing guitar because yeah. that'd be cool like reference to custard in real life and um yeah i'm hoping to see um more of nana and stuff like that because i saw the trailer and i saw some more nana in there which i'm really looking forward to seeing the grandparents play into it a little bit more and i'd love to see some more older bluey um yeah. older bluey and bingos like maybe maybe bingo is a six-year-old and then uh, bluey is a oh, what would it be like eight or nine-year-old in there that would be really cool and more jean-luc <laughs> oh, don't we all yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah we all want more jean-luc but yeah <laughs> And is there a song or some music that you'd love to see featured in Bluey? Oh, I think I keep referencing Custard, but it'd be really cool to have like a version of like, I don't know, some really classics like Apartment would be really cool to have a version of that. But I think more classical song hits and stuff like that would be really cool. Like maybe some more like 
I don't know, like Mozart or something like that would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Ari, thank you so much. No worries. It's such a pleasure. If people want to find out more about you and what you do, how can they find you? So if you go to uh, at Ari underscore plays underscore music on Instagram, you can find me on Instagram. And I post, like, uh, guitar and drums and me playing live. And I think on Facebook I'm just Ari Danaher Flavel. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's how you can find me. And, um, yeah, I should have some original music coming out soon. So oh, stay nice. tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, be cool. <laughs> and, um, as always, you can uh, find more of Ari as well on the Gotta Be Done socials. We'll be sharing uh, a couple of links if you um, didn't catch his handle. Um, so you can look us up. Uh, at Twitter is at Blue Podcast. Instagram is at Blue Pod, and on Facebook uh, you can look up Got to Be Done the Blue Podcast or uh, just at Got to Be Done. Uh, Ari, thank you so much for joining us. No worries, I'm really glad to be here. I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah, Got to be, be Done. Kate, we're going to be recapping some episodes so soon. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Love it. Let us know your hopes and dreams for this drop of episodes. Yeah, what are your crazy conspiracies? What are your things that you think that we're definitely going to see? Do you have crazy ideas about Uncle Rad and duck cakes and have you been using foods as makeshift expletives around your young people? (laughs) We want to hear it all. We will be back so soon. Um, But in the meantime, Kate, I can't wait. It's gotta be done. Gotta be done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tonight's Hope Quiz champion. You get the big brass mark and you get to do the sign off. Thanks for playing. Yeah.